Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Hi everybody, Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show on News Radio 840 WHAS. It's been one of those weeks and months and who knows how many months this is going to be. Of course, we're talking coronavirus and impact on real estate. We've got our entire radio team here with us today. Let's just go around the horn here and introduce them. Let's start with Chuck Crosby, who is the owner of the Crosby Law Offices, and you can reach him at 499-6360. Good to have you here, Chuck. Good to see you, Bob. Yep, indeed, because we're also recording this, for those of you who don't know, on Zoom, and we're uploading it to YouTube. And if you want to see what that looks like, the, the recorded show, you can head to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com. Also here with us, coming from our individual homes, I should, with the exception of Randy Rocky, because he's not in the car right now. And why don't we take Randy Rocky, say hi to him, Swan Financial, and you can reach Randy on his phone, 645-0736. Randy really is self-isolating, being in a car with his wife, I suspect, Tracy. Is that correct, Randy? Uh, that is correct, and we're on our way to the lake house, so we're good. really uh, isolating. Really isolating. So good. I'm, I, I, hope, uh, I hope we keep contact with you throughout the show. Also here, Kevin Dissler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys. You can reach Kevin and his team at 895-9900. Good to see you, Kevin. Good morning, Bob. Good, good morning. And Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow. Six four nine seven nine six four. Thank you for being here, Lee. Thank you. Hello. How are you all? Doing good. And I think we've got. I'm looking for him up there. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, but I don't see him up here right now. Three five seven zero eight one three. Oh, I'm I'm here, Bob. I just was working oh, on the uh, oh, the Inspector go. League gaming there with my. Uh, my 15-year-old boy headset, uh, gamer boy headset on. So. <laughs> Brad it's went great out on you. Yeah. To, to do a professional job, Brad went good. out and spent some bucks on a really good headset. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, at least we're, you know, looking at the screen, we all have faces for radio, so we're in the right medium. <laughs> we are. I don't know. This mustache and goatee looks like it uh, should be, you know. Yeah, on, on, on television. Yeah, and and my son Greg. I don't know where Greg went for a second here. He's I'm here. Okay. I think you just have the the, the wrong screen view, perhaps okay. on Zoom. Got you it just switch up. it up okay. there. But my son Greg here, who does our marketing and our photography and so much more. There's a lot more, baby. And There's a lot more. Yeah. My number. My number is free to fly. It's five zero two seven one eight seven one eight six. The lines are open in this crazy time. There you I go. officially. Yep, very proud of them. All right, let us uh, start uh, the, the big thing. Of course, we're talking real estate. And I uh, wanted to talk very first on our list is home prices because there's a lot of concern. What will the uh, COVID-19 impact be on your home prices uh, of your home? And uh, if you should buy or should not. Something that came out fairly uh, just a couple of um, uh, days ago that I found fascinating there's a report out of China that is now seeing the back end of what we're going through about to and are in the process of going through that as they're releasing people able to go outside, the rate of real estate purchases has tripled what it was a year ago, which is a good insight to all of us that uh, for those of you who uh, are wondering and concerned about your homes, will values drop? Uh, the, there's no real way to answer that other than to say that uh, in other parts of the world, uh, uh, citing China, 
uh, we're in, in good shape. It's going to rates, the prices will stay firm and maybe even become a bigger demand. So that's something to think about. Anybody on our team want to speak to that specifically? Raise your hand. We kind of want to make sure we don't step over anybody. Randy Rocky Swan Financial. Yes, sir. What do you got? I, I think that, you know, I talked to my financial advisor and they, they are talking about inflation. So obviously having your money in real estate is a good thing uh, to put it in at this point. Yeah, I think it always performs no matter what, at least compared to the stock market. I know a lot of us took a, a took a hit. Hopefully that comes back. One of the things we've also been checking on, guys, is uh, the home loans. Well, loans for uh, those of us who are uh, business. My son, Greg, you've got some information on that. What have you been able to determine? I know. Yeah, I'll share my moving. screen here real yeah. quick. So there's there's a couple quick uh, quick hitters. There's a lot of different things that people are out there looking into. Um, they are... Uh, first and foremost, if you go to the SBA.gov's website, if you can see my screen here, right at the front, and they tell you uh, coronavirus, COVID-19, apply for economic disaster relief loan. That is actually uh, a loan you can qualify for, and there's a $10,000 um, uh, fast track that you can apply for as well. Even if you get declined for the loan, uh, that is a grant that's forgivable. Apparently, I was on the phone for an hour today with the government line waiting and finally got somebody so I can pass this information along. Then I found out there's actually a secondary loan that's for your payroll. Um, that is the one that most businesses would be more sought after for. Uh, it's called the PPP and it's done. It's an SBA PPP loan and it's done through your personal bank. Um, and as of this past Friday, um, they have started taking applications for it. So get with your bank and ask them about the SBA PPP loan. Um, that will help you try to float some payroll. These are forgivable uh, with grants. Not specific on that because I don't think even the banks, as they roll this out, know exactly what they're looking at. But they are. Yep. there is money out there to help, help float right. the business. If you let's move forward. Let's share back. And let's start going around. Let's, let's again start with mortgages. What we're, uh, give us about, and we'll stay to 30 seconds so we can keep moving around here. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, give us an idea what's happening with the mortgage industry. Uh, very, very uh, turbulent times in the mortgage industry. A couple things really happening um, uh, is a lot of a lot of lenders are holding paper right now. They can't sell it in the <laughs> secondary market. Uh, it's something that my company has taken a position since 2003 not to do, uh, to be a broker, to be flexible, to have lower interest rates and now more than ever, a broker, and especially Swan, uh, with, with the volume we do, uh, we're in a great position to loan money at a very low interest rate when a lot of people can't even do FHA loans. In fact, Bobby sent me an email of some uh, bank here in Louisville that's done. They're done loaning uh, FHA loans, and we're blown and going And because uh, yeah. uh, we did not take all those risks. Uh, we don't make as much profit per loan, but uh, in these types of Turbulent times, which I, I could have never predicted this, but uh, some other things that happened, and this is when uh, we really can help the consumer out a lot. So if, you, if you're looking for a refinance or a purchase, uh, please contact me directly at 645-0736. Second thing is I really want to touch base on is if you can make your mortgage payment, totally understand if you can't, but this forbearance thing where you take three months off, it, it'll put you back seven years on buying another home. You got to pay it eventually. So uh, if you can make your, your rent payments for that matter, because uh, that sometimes plays on buying a house or your, your mortgage payment, again, if you can't, totally understand, but if you can, uh, make sure you, you continue to make those payments. So you're saying that's going to have an impact on credit and history and could come back to 
bite somebody who's looking to sell and then buy another house? Uh, yes, it will absolutely do that. All right. So let's let me come back to Brad in a minute. Let me talk with our attorneys because this brings up questions. We all remember 2008, 9, 10, 11, and 12 when there were short sales and foreclosures. And if people don't pay their um, mortgage and we see problems like this, or if they're laid off uh, and then can't pay for a variety of reasons, uh, let's start with Kevin Disler over at Pitt and Frank Attorneys. I know, Kevin, you and I worked a number of short sales back in uh, the day. Uh, do you see any concern at this point, or is this kind of getting ahead of the, where we are? Well, there's a, I think there's a lot of misinformation out there that the Act does provide certain um, safeguards to homeowners as well as renters. But I, at this point, just trying to flesh all that out, you really need to seek counsel of your lender. And if you have trouble paying, you have trouble paying the rent, I think the first thing you need to do is talk to your lender. I think everybody's going to be very understanding. But what you don't want to do is just, you know, put your head in the sand and not make your payments. There's the, the courthouses are closed for evictions and foreclosures, but that doesn't mean the money accrues. And when we come through all this, you're going to be in, like Randy said, you're going to be in a, a hole. Uh, and if, I, th I think you mentioned like seven years before you get back out there again. And if you're renting, you want to check with your landlords about uh, not – uh, what they can do for you. Chuck Crosby, there is a hold on evictions if somebody is well behind. Am I correct, sir? Yeah, um, it's they've stopped uh, setting them out. Uh, so it's not that there's a, uh, a hold on the payment. There's a hold on actually enforcing the payment. The problem that I see is, um, well, for instance, I've got a judgment out there uh, to evict a tenant. And uh, uh, I filed for the writ of possession, which is the last step before setting their uh, stuff out on the curb. Uh, what they don't seem to realize is they taunt the landlord uh, with, hey, you can't do anything, is that when this thing kicks back in, yeah. it's, it's going to be quick. Uh, and people are going to get set out. And that's, that's nothing anybody wants. Uh, so, you know, it's, uh, there's, there's a lot of downside to it. Even though right now it seems like, oh, yeah, hey, we can get away with something. All you're doing is, is taking the burden and putting it on a different uh, sector of society. And that's going to change at some point. Similar to uh, back in, uh, what was it, uh, uh, between 08 and uh, 15, you'd get the, uh, you know, you'd, they'd, they'd uh, roll your uh, payment back to the end of the loan or some different uh, government organizations would catch up your payment. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't count the number of closings I've had where everybody expected to walk away with X uh, so that they could buy their next house only to remember that uh, they had taken advantages of these programs that help in the short term. And at the end of this period, they just didn't, they had to pay it back and they didn't have the money to buy the next house. And if you remember uh, so, the tax, the taxpayer forgiveness act that was signed into law, which mm -hmm. uh, helped if they were given uh, a for forgiven for a uh, short sale or difference, they didn't have to pay taxes to the IRS as income. Yeah. So that, but that's not in effect either. So, yeah, I mean, there's right. a lot of things that uh, people will see as a short term fix. They don't, they're looking long term to see uh, what the actual penalty is going to be in the long run, like Randy was pointing out. Yep. Lee Harris from Limestone, you had something on that as well. I did not. Oh, I thought, I thought that was a raising of the hand. No. I don't know. What, what has happened? I know Limestone had set out last week to do drive through closings. Yes. 
We and, were going to do that. Yeah. And we had it all set up. However, it was not necessary because the governor allowed us to stay open um, as, you know, uh, uh, closing companies to stay open as life sustaining entities. And so, therefore, Ooh. what we try to do is just to reduce the number of people coming into our offices. Um, mostly, what we're doing is um, uh, closings at someone's home where we deliver the documents to them and watch them through the door or um, through a window, I would suspect, a, a glass door. Yes, exactly. Yeah, right. Uh -huh. and, um, and, or they come to our office, we limit the number of people who are allowed in. Um, anybody who doesn't need to be in there can stay in the parking lot. If it is an agent who wants their commission check, or if it is someone else who's not necessary to be in to sign, we will bring the documents out to them um, after the signing has been done. Um, we can now do, um, as of today, uh, signings through things like notarize.com, and uh, we can watch them notarize and then as long as they can print off the package at their home. Mm -hmm. um, the only problem that we are seeing is that uh, some of those documents are legal size paper. A lot of people don't necessarily have at home. So if that's the case, we will deliver it to them. And then they yeah. we hey. watch them on Zoom. Uh, and then once we have watched them sign the paperwork, then we can uh, pick up the documents and have uh, notarized them at our office. All right, so let me do this. Let us take a break. Let's come back. And I know Chuck, you're up, and then we go to uh, Brad as well. But let me take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about virtual closings, what's happened in the industry in the past week, because there has been some movement to make it easier to close, which was a big concern for a lot of people. Uh, a reminder here with us from their homes with the special edition of the Louisville Real Estate Show, Lee Harris, legal counsel at Limestone Title, 649-7964. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Also, Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. It's his number. We heard and will hopefully hear more from Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 6450736. And the guy who has yet to get on but will be coming on when we get back, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. My son, Greg, and of course, I'm Bob Sekuller, and you can reach me at 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. Areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. We are back with the Louisville Real Estate Show. 
I'm Bob Sekoler. We want to welcome you. We're doing this show from each of our homes. You can reach me anytime at 376-5483. From their homes in no particular order, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. We'll be talking with him in just a couple of moments. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. Also, we've got Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow at 649-7964. And my son, Greg, who's in charge of our marketing and uh, a whole lot more, uh, photography. All right, so we, we left to go to the break talking about the changes that occurred this past week in terms of what we would call virtual closings. And Chuck, you had your hand up. Let's go to you first. Yeah, I was going to say, Haley, we were having the same problem with the legal size to the short size when they try and print it out at home. Uh, What Sherry does is she just goes and she reduces it before we scan it to them. Works like a charm. Uh, So always a a neat way to handle that. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. uh, Bob, how uh, uh, what was it? Uh, not yesterday, but the day before, late yeah. in the day, uh, governor signed in uh, bill. What was it SB one hundred and fifty, uh, which allows notarization over uh, uh, a platform like Zoom or or whatnot? I understand Harry is doing it over uh, FaceTime. Harry uh, but Kevin, that, that goes yeah. to yeah. yeah, that goes back to what uh, you were talking about last week about that whole line of sight issue. Uh, yeah. Right. So now, Kevin, but just simply setting up a virtual Zoom or FaceTime, if you can watch, you can close it? Well, it's in. we were talking about in the presence of, and they passed the bill that allows it. The problem that we've had is most of the mortgage companies, Wells Fargo being the big dog, do not allow it. Bingo. Don't. And I just saw something today. I talked to Bob about Zoom stock. I think we mentioned it last week. And apparently it's been going down because now hackers are onto it. Huh. So yeah. privacy concerns are coming up with that. So we'll have to rethink and try to figure out the next best way to do it. Rand- well, Randy, yeah, then, I was going to jump in here. Randy, on um, with regards to mm-hmm. mortgage companies, is this a problem doing the virtual closing? Or do you see any problems down the road? Uh, I know, uh, uh, again, UWM is uh, uh, doing virtual closing in Kentucky, and I think they signed, I think Chuck or Kevin mentioned that last time, January 1st, they signed in and the law and yes they are doing virtual closing okay but outside of that there's not another uh, there's not another uh, underwriter that we have that i know is actually doing an e-closing i should say but yeah um i don't think they would have any issue with that scenario right now but right. Um, so this is coming we're at the very forefront of what we're seeing and it's adapt ad- adoption based on the necessity to keep people separate so yeah let's, but there's yeah go ahead. there's also a differentiation between a virtual closing and this notarization thing a virtual mm-hmm. closing doesn't end up with a an actual document with ink on it uh that's yeah. that's a whole separate entity there's only like what uh, randy six seven lenders that actually allow it and for writing title insurance, yeah. there's only like uh, four or five platforms that are allowed to be used and kevin you pointed out the security issues i i'm not a tech guy you know uh, i had to trade out my monks in the back room for a copier. Uh, but my, my brother-in-law, who is a tech guy, tells me uh, that when you upload Zoom or whatever, it's best you don't ever upload it and then not delete it onto some platform that, can, that you're worried about getting hacked. I don't know what that's all about. Uh, well, that's the thing. Everybody rushed to it. But now, since we've rushed to it, so many people are on the platform, the yeah. hackers. 
there's yeah. enough yeah. of a, a body it, to go after so now they're stealing information off of it yeah there's a workaround yeah, you guys just so you know from a tech side you download it to your computer hard drive so it's not on zoom that's the story for another day. We don't need to go. Yeah, there was other there was other reports of people be like universities sharing the link widely. Yeah, they weren't doing private invites, so that was another way that people were getting on and making people think that they're stuff. And then I, again, I don't know about the actual hacking, but there were some stories written about that where people were just sharing open links. And, yeah, so that's yeah. got to that's got to stop. Well, and and yeah. since since we deal with uh, such private information, I, I just get squirrely. Uh, anytime you know, I hear that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. No, that's that's very true. Um, speaking of squirrels, here's a guy who tries to look for them up chimneys. Brad Lawler of Home Team. Did you like that? You like that <laughs> little segue there, right? That's, that's good. Yeah. Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service. So, what's happened to, in your world over the past week in uh, home inspections? Well, I haven't had near the uh, the turmoil and trauma that this uh, that the attorneys on this this call have had. You know, we are we're shifted into that groove where we're still doing inspections the same way that we've always done them, same thoroughness, same techniques. The only difference is that we are doing them uh, now with gloves on uh, and disinfectant bottles in hand, wiping everything down as as we go. Uh, and we are doing all of the walkthroughs with our clients virtually. So Zoom platform or FaceTime or Google Duo or whatever uh, the client is, is comfortable with. But the nice part, I guess, for me is that, you know, we are there to, uh, to assist the buyers to, to learn about the house and, and make sure that they're uh, getting everything that they think that they're going to get, no different than we were doing uh, two months ago. I had been talking this week to a variety of my fellow realtors around the country, and in places like Detroit, uh, Michigan, they are not considered essential personnel, so they're not allowed, technically they're, they really aren't allowed to show homes, yet the way that realtors are getting around this, folks, and I, th I find this fascinating, is that we've created virtual showings. So, for example, if, let's say, Kevin wants to see a home that's listed by Chuck, well, we can set up a Zoom or FaceTime link, Kevin and myself, and then Chuck, with the permission of his seller's agent, his agent, Chuck can take us on a tour walking around Chuck's home, showing how the home looks and answering questions that are not specific to anything on the disclosure. I hear somebody in the kitchen. I'm not sure what that noise is, but we'll try to, I'll try to mute a little bit here and see if we can figure that out. Yeah. Okay. So, so we're working virtually now to be able to continue the same close to level of service. And what that means, and I'm going to go around the horn here in a second, Brad, let's start with you. You are still very busy at this point. You, ha you, you haven't seen business slow down. Am I correct? You know, yeah, we've seen just a very temporary drop-off, uh, but it's, it's still business as usual. People are, are calling in and booking inspections every day. We're still in, inspecting every day and keeping the, uh, keeping the teams busy. So. And Randy, from your perspective in terms of mortgages, I know from personal, uh, you're, you're swamped. There's still people calling in to get mortgages. Oh, I don't think I let me unmute you here. Hold on, let's try unmuting you. You're on mute, buddy. There you oh, are. Oh, I'm uh, yeah, sorry. That's okay, good. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, the first week I've seen a little drop off on purchase side. Refinance side is really brisk and busy, but the purchase side this is this is it slowed down a little bit this week. Okay, well that that may be true. Um, as we get used to this new norm, let's talk about closings because you're at the 
the rear end, unfortunately, <laughs> the bad use of language here, but you're at the far end of the chain of events. Uh, Lee, let's start with you, Lee Harris at Limestone. Uh, have you seen slowings in bookings, or are you still doing a number of, uh, of closings? It really hasn't slowed down at all. It's been very, very busy. And we, I guess, expected it to, but it has not. So, yeah, um, everybody's still moving forward and closing. And uh, we're, I guess, because of the innovative ways we've all found to do that. So, Workarounds, yeah. Yes. Can, I, can I ask an honest question, though? I just want to know, from everyone's standpoint, do we think this is just from the backlog? Because obviously we know contracts take 30, 45 days on average to close. Everyone's saying, hey, I'm busy, I'm busy. Are we giving a false uh, reality to what may be coming? Do we think that could be coming? That's my real question. Chuck Crosby, you had well, a hand up. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. That's what I've been thinking about too, Greg. Uh, a lot of the people in closings that I'm doing, and I'm, I'm busier in a one-armed paper hanger at this point. Uh, but a lot we of the were, people, we were, I mean, we were yeah. slammed before this hit, you know? Yeah, but we're about 30 days out uh, from y'all. So, you know, still trying to get, uh, you know, did we just, you know, uh, get through a month or, or what are we at right now? But what I'm hearing when I'm listening <laughs> it feels to them, like it. Yeah, I know. What I'm hearing is that uh, everybody wants to get this done before they can. So I'm wondering if this isn't the, uh, you know, the uh, toilet paper buying. Uh, let's Listen, get this all I'm, closed before. I'm uh, worried, and, I'll, and I want to flip it down to I want to flip it down to Randy because Randy, you know, I'm I'm building a house right now, right? So I'm in the position of having to sell my current house and hoping that there will still be paper to borrow when I go and buy. I don't want to be homeless. So you know, what what do we say to that? Well, I don't I I don't think that's going to be a problem with someone like me, there are going to be several banks that are going to have issues, and they are right now. Uh, and again, Bob sent over some emails to me, uh, one of them in particular yeah. yesterday. Uh, but but the, the thing, and it's funny, and I really, this is the first week that I've seen the pre-qualification slow down a little bit. Not a lot, but so it Randy, is starting to kick down a little so bit. So have rates come down for people if they want to refi? They're still up pretty much at this moment, right? Uh, yes, they are starting to move down, and I think that's going, you know, with the inventory levels that, you know, are very low in Louisville, and uh, I think it's going to get people off the fence as well, and uh, uh, and some people it's not, you know, some yeah. people are going, uh, they're, they're going the opposite direction, but I, you know, I, I have certain people now that say, Hey, I can buy the house. I've wanted to buy a family and, and they're, and they are going, uh, and, and, and putting a contract in, but again, not as not, I'm, we're probably off on purchases this week compared to last week. On pre-calls, if I had uh, somewhere around 20, 25%. All right. We're going to check back with you next week on that part of it. For Kevin, Chuck, and for Lee, have you seen any canceling of closings at the last minute because the lender has pulled back the loan because the person has either lost their job or there's fear that they could lose their job? We've uh, had, I haven't. Yeah, we've had some buyers that uh, were getting cold feet, mm -hmm. uh, a couple on fairly mm -hmm. large actions and um they had to be motivated to close is that a nice way of saying it yeah well <laughs> because there there are ramifications if you pull out at the last minute just because you get yeah, a feet. Yeah. Just, just because you had a bad day in the stock market doesn't give you the right to pull out yeah all right i i had a, a couple of calls where i was at a uh, an owner of a gas station and a uh, and you know a healthcare professional were wanting to back out because they were scared and it's like guys you're, you're two of the demographics that aren't going to lose your jobs yeah. well, let me mention one thing about this this is a kind of fairly important and we got point. less than a minute now for the well, other show commercial guys. transactions 
they require a 60-year title search rather yeah. than 30. The courthouse. You can't do those online. You can't do them online. So that means if you have a commercial deal or a 1031, you best talk to your attorney right away because you're going to have to get the underwriter to consent to the fact that they can't go back far enough in the chain of title. It's All right, I've seen banks turning down commercial loans lately too. We've yeah, got 30, 30 seconds left real quickly, Brad. You haven't seen any cancellations in your um, system at this point. Have uh, can cancellations, only one that I'm aware of. We've had a couple of reschedules because just making sure that we don't have six people living in the house right now. Got it. Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. Kevin Dissler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Lee Harris, Legal Counsel at Limestone, 649-7964. There goes my timer. We are definitely out of time. My Randy Rocky at Swan Financial at 645-0736. And my son, Greg, who does our marketing. And so much more. So proud of you, buddy. Thank you all for being here. We will see you on the next show this coming Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.